bringing us in here, Lord. Opportunity to just minister to each other and to praise you and worship you and serve. And it's so good, Lord. We thank you so much. You're awesome. Reveal yourself to us, Lord, and teach us more of you. Amen. Yeah, so um, I'm just going to talk really, really briefly. And then we're going to take some opportunity afterwards to do what I just said. All right? So I'm going to talk for just a few minutes. I'm going to talk fast. So put your listening ears on. Seatbelt. Just go, and then, then we'll, we'll do it. All right? And, uh, yeah, it's exciting. Um, yeah, thanks, Dave, for letting me speak. It's a cool thing. Um, we've been doing this preaching team thing for the last uh, six months or more, and I'm, I've been taking notes on his message and uh, giving him critiques, and so I'm sure he's ready to return the favor after today. <laughs> uh, yeah. If you like the message, I'll be in the back afterwards. If not, uh, Dave's email is um, Dave Turn. It's a forever uh, pleasure and a privilege. Um, yeah, so Kelly and I are having our first child. It's pretty cool. It's really interesting. Um, when we made it public here on, on Facebook official, you know, a while ago, um, we had told about 20 to 30 people beforehand. And whoever we had told, it was not, probably a majority of them. This is really fun, guys. A majority of them were like, I knew it. The Lord just spoke to me yesterday. I had a dream. And I was like, that's awesome. <laughs> I was like disappointed. Like every time I was like trying to tell people. And then they were like, oh, yeah, God told me yesterday. It was really cool. Now, it's, it's cool to have words of knowledge like that and to be kind of like have this confirmation, affirmation that God is doing something in your midst. You know, that's special. Um, and it, it's, it's also kind of cool to have, have people speak into your life um, and lead in direction for you. When I was going to Life Pacific College um, a number of years ago, um, I had this professor. His name was Dan Stewart. Does anybody know that guy? Two of you do? Yeah. So I'm in his pastoral ministries class. Now, PK, I did not want to be a pastor growing up. I knew the job. I didn't want it. <laughs> but here I am in, in Bible college because I, I wanted to know what I believed before I did an acting thing. So anyway, I'm there in this, this class to graduate, and, and Pastor Dan Stewart prophesies over me and says, within 10 years, you are going to be a pastor. And I was like, <laughs> how could you say that to me? After all I've said that I don't want to be one. Anyway, within a couple months, it came true. I became a youth pastor, and uh, I've never looked back since. I've, I've realized that's who I am. I'm, I'm a pastor. And uh, so... I thank him now, and, and he's an awesome guy for it, so it's pretty dope. Um, so that's cool, when God gives you direction in your life and uh, put a calling on you. And it's also cool when you just have these... Ooh, wow, cool. Um, and it's also cool to happen uh, when God speaks to you just an encouraging word. Um, in class this uh, last, uh, several weeks ago, I had this, this uh, lady in my... Yeah, it's not working? Technical difficulties. We'll go around. Check, check. Awesome. Okay. Okay. So then um, this lady talking to class, she was talking about how it's so hard for her to get into a ministry situation. She's got this lead pastor who's leaving, and so she's not sure what she's going to do. And, and she's like, okay, so um, 
I, what do I do when she's gone, and how do I preach, and how do I do that? As an associate pastor, I'm so nervous about it. And um, I can't remember the quote that the lady said in the class. The lady says, um, says, in prayer, she goes, Lord, if we could just touch the hem of, of your garment, maybe, maybe because of that, During the prayer, and, and the Lord spoke to me, and He said, "She needs more. She needs to know that there's more for her of me in her life." He said Romans eight to me, and so I said, "Okay, okay." I kind of was waiting on it, and then I was talking to the professor after the class, and she left, and I was like, "All right, okay, I'll, I'll chase her down." So I ran after her and, and pursued her and got to her, and I, I she's like, "Whoa, okay," and I was like, "Yeah, hey." And I said, "Hey, um, I think I've got a word for you, and and, and you can." Check, check. All right. Tried and true. Sure, 58. There we go. <laughs> okay. So, um, where am I now? This is, I'm chasing this. I'm doing this. I'm chasing this girl. <laughs> so, I get to her. I say, hey, the Lord has more for you. And she says, okay. And I said, listen, when you said touch the hem, I think God would like you to know that if the lady had known that I would have given her a hug, then that would have been even better. But she just knew that she could reach out and touch that. But I would have given her a hug if, if, we, if I'd have known. And so I was like, oh, wow. So I, I gave her that word, and, and, uh, and she, she was blessed by it. And I gave her Romans 8, which is, you're, you're a child of God. You're an heir to the throne. I said, God has, wants to reveal so much more to you than what you're receiving right now from him. And he wants to reveal himself to you and give you a greater anointing for this season of your life. And she was like, Whoa, thank you so much. She started kind of, you know, kind of a little bit of that, and then she gave me a big hug, and she's like, thank you so much. Now, when we pursue people like that, this is, this is doing what Jesus did. We're, we're giving God's word and truth and life to people who need it. And this, is, this should be an everyday exercise for us as Christians, doing what Jesus did, pursuing people and loving them and bringing the words of God through us to them. Amen? Amen. Okay. So, um, I'm just going to read Isaiah 61, and we're, <laughs> we're, we even had no uh, projector notes today. It's awesome. All right, cool. Isaiah 61. I'm just going to read it. You guys know it. The Spirit of the Lord of God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the afflicted. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and freedom to prisoners, to proclaim the favorable or acceptable year of the Lord. That's doing what Jesus did, guys. It's going after people and pursuing them. When Jesus gave that, it was the start of his ministry. For the next three years, he would go out and do that. And that's what we're called to do as disciples, following him and doing what he did. We're supposed to be doing those things. All right, so. Now, when we look at each other today, look to the person on your right right now. And now look to the left. Those people over there. Nobody here has it all together. Am I correct? Who has it together? Kurt pointed at <laughs> his wife. <laughs> Good call, bro. <laughs> all right, nobody has it all together, and nobody is, is perfect. Nobody is exactly like Jesus. The reality is, is that even on a good day, we still need more of the Lord. 
And on bad days, we really need a touch. Amen? Now, where are we going to get that? In, in terms of the body of Christ, we are the antibodies who kick out disease. We are the, the healers and the helpers and the lovers of people who really need the love of the Lord. And that's what we're going to do today. We are going to bring that love to each other. All right? So, um, 1 Corinthians 14, 1 through 5. All right, you can get there. We'll just move through it. Corinthians 14, 1 through 5. You can write it down. Pursue lo- Actually, let's do 1 through 3. Pursue love, yet desire earnestly spiritual gifts, but especially that you may prophesy. For one who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men but to God, for no one understands, but in his spirit he speaks mysteries. One who prophesies speaks to men for edification, exhortation, and consolation. All right. Now, we're pursuing love and desiring the spiritual and prophesy because it does what? Edifies, exhorts, consoles. Those are all good words for building people up and loving them, right? Now, today we're going to be prophesying over each other. Does that sound fun? Many of you have done it before. Some of you have not. If you're scared of it, that's okay. If you're excited about it, that's awesome too. It's going to be great. All right. Now, Sean, <laughs> Paul goes on to say, sorry, Paul goes on to say that he wishes that all would prophesy. Who is all? Everyone. That's us, right? And uh, we're going to do that in a minute. Um, Let's, so let's, <laughs> oh, I'm going to make you look good today. <laughs> All right, so um, I'm going to talk about what prophecy is just for a couple minutes to explain it to you, get you ready, and then we're going we're gonna to go do it. I'm saying that a lot, but I'm just excited that we're going to do it. <laughs> All right, here we go. Um, what is prophecy? Um, actually, that's why. I had another verse over here. I'm, I'm with it. I'm with it. Here we go. All right, so, Sean, why are we going to prophesy today? Edify, exhort, console. Ephesians 4, 11 through 13, just write this one down. I'm going to read it real fast. And he gave some as apostles and some as prophets and some as evangelists, some as pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints for the work of service to the building up of the body of Christ until we all attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God to a mature man or woman to the measure of the stature which belongs to the fullness of of Christ. Okay? So we're going to prophesy today because it's going to build us up. It's going to encourage us. It's going to, it's going to lift us up. It's going to help us become mature people. Okay? And, and it's going to help us become more like Christ. And it's going to help us minister to each other. Prophecy brings life and encouragement to us. So it's a needed thing. And the more of it we have, the better. Okay? Okay. So let's talk about what prophecy is. Um, now, when I speak of what the word prophecy is, what do you guys typically think of? You think of maybe Old Testament, right? And you see Ezekiel running around without clothes on, or you think, <laughs> you think Isaiah coming up with these weird esoteric visions and all this stuff. Um, and you think he has to have some sort of title, and he has to get to walk in front of kings and say these crazy things, right? Well, that's perhaps more along the lines of the office of the prophet, somebody who has been in the ministry of prophecy for a long time, and they're kind of, okay, that person kind of, they're a prophet. 
um, today what we're going to do is basically just prophesy, which is just the gift of the prophecy. It's something that you ask the Lord for, which is basically just hearing God and then giving that word to someone else. Okay? It's just a gift that you ask for and receive. Okay? Um, there's different kinds of prophecy. Okay? There's foretelling and foretelling. All right? And they sound kind of the same, but here's the idea. Foretelling is um, speaking what you have seen in the future. All right? It's knowing the future. So when, when uh, Pastor Dan says, within 10 years you're going to become a pastor... Um, he saw something that was going to happen. Forthtelling, on the other side, is causing something, it's causing the future. It's speaking something into existence. Okay? So when, God, when you speak something, you see God's heart in a situation, and you're, you're hearing the Lord speak to you about it, and, and you haven't really seen something that's in the future, but God wants to partner with you in that. It's binding and loosing kind of an aspect of, of our faith in, in Christ. And he says, and you, and you feel like, I, I think that's what God would want. Then you, you speak that into existence, and God partners with you and helps that to occur. That's called foretelling, and that's a prophetic act. Now, if Dan Stewart wanted me to <laughs> become a pastor, then I guess he caused that into existence. So whether it was foretelling or foretelling, I don't know. But you get the picture. Okay, there's other two that we can, we can look at a little bit today, just real quickly. Word of knowledge and word of wisdom. These are gifts of the Spirit. You can find them in 1 Corinthians 12 and other spots. Word of knowledge is basically knowing the past or the present. Basically what has gone on or what is going on in someone's life or in a situation. Okay? So when God speaks to you something, you hear it or see it in a vision or a picture, and you go, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give that to somebody or, or, or to a group of people what that word of knowledge is. Okay? And then when you get a word of wisdom, that would be the how. That would be the strategy that God gives you to be able to then um, help them with, with, with wisdom, with like, this is how I'm going to figure this out, or this is the answer of what I needed to be able to understand what was going on in the situation. So you can have an, a word of knowledge, which is just like the picture, which can be affirming and confirming, like, um, hey, I'm going to have a baby. And you know, someone's like, yeah, I already knew, you know. Oh, oh okay. That's great. All right, so... Foretelling, foretelling, word of knowledge, word of wisdom. When you prophesy, guys, it's got to line up with the word of God. Amen? Yes, okay. So when you give a word, basically if it's, if it's pretty theological and, and kind of an understanding, you want, it to, you want it to be able to look back and look through the word and go, yeah, this lines up. This would be the heart of God. This would be the principles in the scripture. Okay. Um, and when you speak a word, you need to be able to let that person receive it and go, yeah, that's for me. Or, no, that's kind of off, <laughs> right? And it needs to be that give and take, and it needs to be that grace kind of entered relationship, and it needs to be that ability for that to occur because if someone just wants to say a word and then the person goes, I have to receive that because you said, as some people say, thus saith the Lord, then you go, well, how do I say anything against that? You know, it's like, all right, that's, I guess I've got to live with that word. Um, sometimes you're going to give a word and it's off. We're not perfect. We're hearing God and delivering God's word to people. That's the gift of prophecy, all right? And sometimes people are going to go, oh, my gosh, and they're going to be so blessed by it, and it's going to be a really fun experience. So all of them in the range of the training and learning how to hear the Lord for people. That's what this is, okay? It's just training. It's practice. It's practice. Okay, maybe you don't know who Alan Iverson is, but all right. So anyway, um, yeah, all right, so... Again, if you want more 
practice, more learning, more training, more thoughts and, and questions and answers. You can talk to Dave, Tom, me, whoever, Lynn, people who have been working in the prophetic for a long time, and, and they can help you out, train you further, okay? So today, this is what we're going to do. So in just a second, I'm going to have you get up and, and get into groups to do this, but I'm going to give you some instruction on how this is going to work, okay? So, um, yeah, it's going to be fun, guys. All right. For this to work, and this is something that we already have. This has to be an authentic church. It has to be real with each other, right? So that that moment when somebody gets a funky word, (laughs) and they they give it to you, and you're like, okay. And you're like, well, I don't know if that's really me. (laughs) You know? The the grace has to be there. The, the, The trust has to be there. The honor has to be there. You have to be able to honor people. If you've got something against somebody, you have to be able to take them aside and say, you know, I've got, I got, I got to bring this to you. We've we got to work this through because there's an issue here. And it's got to be done with honor, and, and the, the truth has to be spoken in love. And with this kind of a culture of people who are able to, to speak truth and be authentic and be real and be loving at the same time, that's how this prophetic can be raised up in our culture. That's how this can continue to grow. Without it, it just continually will die. So continue to remember that today as we do that and the rest of your life as you go through, that as you foster love and encouragement with people, then the, the prophetic gifting can continue to rise in our church, okay? So these are just quick notes as we go through just for things to remember as we do this. Um, uh, again, this is training time. Today is training. So this is a safe place for you to make mistakes. Please make big mistakes today. It'll be more fun that way, Right? So if you hear the word and the Lord and it's like this really big picture, and you're like, okay, so I get, the, here's, here's an example. Um, so Dave, there's this, I, I think I've got this big old box and I think God's opening it, but he's, he's opening it with like this, like scissors, Edward scissor hands, you know? And so then like this big picture comes out of it and it blows up with this big thing. And what do you think? Does that, is that for you? I, I don't know, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, you know? Now, here's, here's the fun thing about this. Um, I have gotten words from people that have just been bizarre, right? And, and I, I, I write it down or record it, and then like six months later I go, wow, that actually is for me right now. So sometimes when you remember them and keep them, uh, they come back to you and you wow, right? I've been at um, the uh, Pie Hop in Pasadena. You guys ever been there? Really great place. You should go sometime. Go to the well Saturday nights. They give you a little recording, and uh, it's really cool because I, two years later, I listened to my recording again that I got, and at the time when they gave me the word, one of them, a couple of the words were like, mm, they're kind of like whatever words, and they didn't really hit me at the moment. Man, I was just bawling listening to them later. So it's interesting that God can still speak to you even years later. Sometimes those words, and they're just like, no, that really won't ever hit. But that's okay. You just tell them, and you just move on, and people just grow. Look, we're not here for reactions. We're not here to perform. We're not here to, to get a behavioral change in the moment. This is for inner transformation that will exude later in life. This is for growth in you as a disciple of Christ to be built up. Okay? All right. So we're moving through. Um, this does not take special talent. All right? This is a gift that everyone gets to ask for, and you can move in it. This doesn't mean that if I spoke in tongues that I only get one gift of the Spirit. Everything is available to you. They're all good gifts that you just need to ask the Lord for. Amen? Okay. Um, you do not have to interpret the word. 
Okay? So if you've got the weird word that you're trying to give to somebody, and you're like, I, I don't know what this is, you don't have to go, well, let me try to figure this out for you. I think what the box means is it's how you think, and so then the scissors are like just it being cut. Like, you don't have to do that. Like, if you've got a weird picture, you just give it to them and let them work with it. Okay? Um, because God is going to speak to them through that. All right? So you can just trust that that'll work, and you just move on. If you, if you really feel like you're supposed to interpret the word, um, bring this out and just kind of go on principle for the most part. Um, we'll go there. Um, this is not today about locating sin in people's lives. Say it again. Today, this is not about locating sin in people's lives. And usually, that's a good general principle for giving prophetic words. All right? You're not here to, to kind of find the bad in people. You're here to find the good and bring those out. Okay? Um, so you're aiming for treasure. Everybody say treasure. All right? You're pursuing the treasure in people's lives, and you're tr- trying to reveal that to them. Okay? If you do, if God does speak to you about something that is going on in them, and it's like, okay, that is something that they're dealing with, and it's really got them. Like, say, say it's pornography. Say someone's really de- dealing with pornography, all right? And you go, what, how do I say that? Um, Lord, what do I say? <laughs> um, then the good way to do it is, is to, to go to the answer, go to the how, ask the Lord, how can, how, can I, how can they get healing in this? And so you just say, you prophesy over them, I think the Lord is, is, is calling you to uh, maybe more purity in your life, right? So you can kind of go there and, and kind of and go through that direction with it, Okay. That gives, them, that gives them a positive to go after. Uh, if, so it's pride, you say, humility, you know, d- those different things. Um, yeah. Is this good stuff, guys? Okay, good. All right. Today, I'm just going to read this. Today is a momentary representation of what we need to be seeing and doing on a regular basis as disciples of Christ, our teacher. This is a microcosm. This is practice. What happens here is to be expanded into your daily lives, into your families, and into your small groups. In other words, this also shouldn't be seen as a one-time event, but just the beginning of what you have begun to search for every day in your life. It's these kinds of encounters with people where heaven breaks out on them. All right, so we've got a while. It's going to be awesome, okay? just ministry time it's just good loving it's good church loving all right it's gonna be fun okay so if you're nervous um put it at ease i'm not gonna you don't have to give a word today right just get to be part of the process of hearing the lord all right this isn't this isn't a pressure situation it's just an enjoyment of the moment okay you guys okay with that all right so just get to join up and be a part of the flow and, and see what happens I would, I would say go for it, though. Risk it a little bit. It'd be, it's much more, more fun to risk. Amen? Okay. All right. So what I want to do is have everybody, and if, if you're with your spouse today and you want to stay with your spouse in your group, that's fine. If you want to kind of break out and, and kind of find some other people, that's awesome, too, and, and see you know, how uncomfortable you can get, that's even more fun. Okay? Um, but what I want to aim for is about groups of about two to four, okay? So you can kind of start looking around who you want to get with. Um, two to four people, okay? Um, no more than four. And uh, you're going to begin to listen to the Lord. People are going to be up here worshiping. 
and you're going to be kind of just praying blessing over people. Okay, so we're going to go for 10 minutes or so on this. All right, you're just going to be praying blessing over people. And that just means that you're going to say promises from the Bible. So you're going to say, um, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Uh, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Um, um, we are more than conquerors to him who loves us. You know, those types of things. So you're just going to go through and just give promises from the Bible. You can just say, Lord, just bless you with your life and your family and your relationships and just can pray that over somebody. Or you can just listen and just say, Lord, just bless him with your presence. I mean, even if it's just, you just say that. Just say, Lord, bless him with your presence. We're going to start with that, okay? So, everybody, would you stand? And if you if you do if you do th- do three people or four people or so on and so forth, that's good too. Okay, so why don't you start to get into some groups, find some people to join up with. Okay, look around, just go for it. You're gonna have some worshiping going on, but your job right now is to pray over some people. Okay, so grab some people, get some groups, look around. Nobody get left out. 